Hello and welcome back to Grounded Frequencies. I'm your host Daisy and this is a podcast where we hang out and chat about all things natural healing, intentional living, spirituality and holistic health. It's been a little while since our last episode. This is a co-creation. This is our podcast that we share together and I hear you and I love you and I appreciate that you want more episodes and I desperately want to be able to pour more of my energy into this creative project because I love it so much and it's truly so fulfilling especially when I get your messages that are the absolute most sweetest things ever so thank you so much and just know I'm trying my absolute best to get episodes out on a consistent basis my goal is weekly episodes but at the moment I'm so limited on time and energy and when I do record these episodes I want the energy to be right. I want us to be grounded. I want there to be an intentional message behind every vibration. But here I am recording today. None of that matters. We just need to be present and I'm here recording. But I just wanted to send out a little disclaimer. But since we last spoke, so much has been happening. Even just while setting up to record this episode, a bird flew into my window and they're going so crazy outside. I feel like content creators in Australia don't get enough credit for keeping their content calm, cool and collected when the birds outside are just never calm, cool and collected. They are always just chaos and noisy and I love them, bless them. And they're probably just picking up on the energy right now because animals are so intuitive like that. And it has been crazy coming off that last eclipse season last weekend we had a lunar eclipse in taurus i believe and as a taurus rising it took me for a ride i have not been shaken like that in such a long time so if you're still feeling drained or exhausted or emotional or sensitive just be kind to yourself take care of yourself and really lean into and relish in that taurus energy wrap yourself up in a big blanket indulge in the pleasures and comforts of life nourish your soul especially if you're experiencing a period of intense stress right now because that's kind of where i've been at so much sorry that I even feel it throwing off my hormones and if you're a girlie who tracks your cycle you know the second something is out of alignment or out of whack with your body and it's so crazy how much of an impact stress has on our health when it comes to hormones or sleep or your gut or even your mental health emotional well-being every single aspect of your health how quickly you can heal and recover is even impacted by your stress levels and i am so aware of this when i'm making any kind of life decision big or small i really consider how certain things are going to make me feel and if they are going to add stress to my life but sometimes life is just life and sometimes you have to endure hardships to reach your goals or to grow But to be so vulnerable and transparent and honest, that's kind of where I'm at. And I feel like a lot of people can relate because I've been talking to my close friends and it kind of feels like everyone around me is experiencing that as well. I also have a little bit of a laugh to myself because I preach online and I preach in my daily life that humans were not meant to live this nine to five life and live in cities and hustle and work, work, work. Like that's not our true purpose. That's not how our bodies are designed. We're meant to live with the seasons and live slowly and more mindfully and be more connected to each other and our food. 
Yet here I am participating in 40 hour work weeks day in day out and let me tell you I'm right. I am absolutely right. My health is absolutely suffering because of it. It absolutely is on every level and the thing is I really prioritize my health. It is one of my core values. That is why I share everything that I do online and even then I truly believe that you can only be so healthy whilst living our modern lifestyles, whilst living in this hustle culture that prioritizes work and consumption because it doesn't give you the space to listen to your body or live with the seasons or process your emotions or creatively express yourself. And when I look at health from a holistic perspective, all of those things are so important for your body and your soul and your mind to be in harmonious balance. And I'm just not there at the moment, which is totally okay. And I guess it is teaching me a lot and really allowing me to reflect on all of these things and get clear on my vision for what my future looks like and what is truly important to me. Anyway, in more eventful news, since we have last spoken, I have also turned 23, which is the actual topic of this episode. We're finally getting there. So happy birthday to any of my fellow Libras, because I know there's a lot of you out there, which I absolutely love because I feel like all Libras love other Libras and everyone loves Libras. And there's just something about birthdays that makes you all reflective and sappy. And 23 is just the first age that feels like a very serious adult age to me. 22 still has that fun, young, Taylor Swift, red era party vibe to it. But 23, you could do anything that a typical adult does and it would be completely normal and not weird. But here I am feeling like a teenager still in my body. But I think that's how everyone feels. That's how all adults in their 50s and 60s tell me tells me it feels so it's great to know that I'll actually be forever 17 isn't that funny that our souls never actually age it's just our bodies that age and now that I am truly older and wiser (laughs) I thought I would share some of the life lessons I've learned in the last few years just to be all reflective and cute and sappy because we're in the birthday spirit I'm not going to do 23 things I learned in 23 years because when people do those, I feel like they're the most basic things. They're like, how to tie your shoelaces, how to make a cake, don't cross the road when it's a red light. Like, I feel like they're all really surface level things, but we're going to get deep and juicy because that's what we do on the Grounded Frequencies podcast. So I think I have, I have five things, five life lessons that I've learned and it's such an interesting time these last few years that I've experienced going from being a teenager and growing into an adult even though again they are just societal concepts essentially I guess they are biological as well now I'm just overthinking it (laughs) I'm just truly overthinking it but it is just such an interesting time and I'm just so grateful for every year of life that I get to experience so let's just go into the first first lesson which is Okay, these this is about to get rambly, guys. I'm just warning you now because it's kind of a lesson, kind of a ramble. But the first thing is that I don't feel lost in my 20s. And I just feel like it's such a big theme on the internet and in conversation that everyone feels lost in their 20s. 
But I think that if you have no expectations of yourself and if you don't compare yourself to others, then being lost means that you're off your own path, which is literally impossible because you can't not be on your own life path. And if you stay in your lane (laughs) and stay on your own life path, how could you possibly be lost if you're living out your destiny in your life? It doesn't make sense to me because being lost assumes that you should be somewhere else or you should be doing something else, which is not true at all. You should be doing exactly what you are doing, even if that is trying out new things, experimenting with different career paths or meeting new people. That is all absolutely perfect to be jumping from one thing to another. That's perfect. That's what you're meant to do. You're meant to live. That is like the point of life is to go and experience new things and try out different options so I don't know why that would mean that you're lost in your 20s it just means you're figuring out what you like who you like what your strengths are which is literally what you're meant to be doing so why would how is that being lost I just don't understand that concept so I don't feel lost I feel perfect I feel exactly where I'm meant to be because I'm not comparing myself to someone else's life and their path and I also don't have any expectations my only expectations is that I get up and I live every day and try my best show up as the best version of myself whatever that looks like on that day because that's all you can do and if you let your joy and your values and your excitement whatever interests you if you follow just your curiosity and what you're naturally inclined towards that is perfect you're on your life path how could you ever be lost I also want to say that if you feel like you are somewhere where you don't belong or you don't fit in or you feel like you're not on your unique path that is in alignment with you, something that has really helped me is using my body as a messenger because our bodies send us messages all the time. You just have to learn how to listen to them. Maybe if you're not speaking your truth, you'll feel a lump in your throat. Maybe you'll start to feel anxiety or stress if you're around someone who's not right for you or maybe if you're in an environment where you feel like you need to protect yourself or protect your heart and you feel too vulnerable you'll start to slouch and hunch over maybe if you're being dishonest or you know a situation isn't quite right you'll feel like a pit in your stomach or if you're not feeling supported your lower back will hurt there's all these ways that our bodies communicate to us about where we are in life and what's going on around us and how this is specifically impacting us because sometimes certain situations relationships people careers paths just aren't right for us specifically And this is when you need to listen to yourself because there's been times where maybe I've started a new job and I can see how great it is and it's wonderful, but for some reason, I'm just not enjoying the way I feel when I'm there or the way I feel when I get home, my energy is completely drained. That is just a sign that it's not right for me because it's not expanding my energy field. It's not making me feel uplifted. And these are all little messengers about where our energy is best serving the world and this kind of does lead me into my second lesson which is there is no need to change yourself and self-acceptance 
is a long journey and it's really, really difficult in the circumstances presented to us by capitalism that is trying to sell us a million things that will fix ourselves and solve our problems because we're not enough as we already are. And they spend millions and billions and trillions of dollars on marketing and advertising to convince us of this. But let me just tell you that you are a child of God and you were born on this earth absolutely perfect with your dreams and your desires and your strengths and your values and your qualities because you have something so special and so unique that no one else in the world can bring to the earth. You are here to fulfill your own destiny and to help improve the lives of others and the planet. That's why you were born with all your uniqueness in you because no one else can fulfill that role that you came here to be. But then we grow up in our society and we forget all of this. We lose confidence and we lose love for ourselves and we start trying to mold ourselves and censor ourselves to fit into this little box that will make others happy and no one uncomfortable and everyone will like me and then I can make enough money and blah 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 blah. Even though our bodies are screaming at us, even though our mental health is so poor because we're so unhappy, because we're so disconnected from ourselves. And if you are on a journey of self-acceptance or if that is something that you really want to work on, it is so, so worth it because it changes absolutely everything. When you accept yourself and then you take this confidence and you go out and you decide to find your strengths and find what you're good at and find what you excel at and find what you're passionate about and what you enjoy and what lights you up that is the hidden code that is the secret to health and happiness and fulfillment and for showing up as the best version of you and for literally spreading your light and your uniqueness to everyone around you and I kind of realized that this was important to me when I was thinking about the people that I admire, you know, musicians and artists and everyone that I admired, I realized were just so themselves. They were just so comfortable with who they were and they embraced all aspects of themselves. And that was that energy, you know, that energy that people have that I can't even describe it. I don't know how you would describe it. But that energy when people are so comfortable in themselves and so happy just being them, it's, you can feel it. You can really feel it in a room. And I was like, I want that. And to be so honest, like I'm totally not 100% there. There are so many things that I'm yet to accept within myself. There are things I want to improve on. And I'm sure everyone feels that way. There is just a certain energy to self-acceptance. But I would just say that you have your dreams for a reason. You have your dreams and your desires for a reason because they're part of your destiny. And you also have your unique strengths and your unique passions for a reason too. And when you combine them all together, that's like the secret code for life. But first, you really just have to realize that you were born perfect. Not in, a, not in an egotistical way, but you come from God. So how could you not be? all those little things that society told you you're too sensitive you're too this you're too that you're too loud no they are a part of your your uniqueness that's kind of what I've learned anyway (laughs) and now the third lesson is self-responsibility 
I learned about this really heavily. I dived really heavily into self-responsibility as a concept when I studied my yoga teacher training. This was all the way back in 2020, which is such a wild time and so crazy to think that it actually wasn't that long ago, but it feels like forever ago. And self-responsibility was probably the first concept and lesson that we learned because it is so core to the teachings of yoga. And essentially, self-responsibility is the teaching that we do not have control over our external environments. We don't have any control over what happens in our lives, but we are in control of our internal environments and how we react, how we respond, how we think, how we perceive and how we feel. And in that regard, we are completely responsible for our experience of life because we are the ones controlling it from the inside. You can see a stormy night and be like, oh my God, the weather has turned to shit. It is so bad. Or you can think, oh my goodness, it hasn't rained in so long. This is going to be so wonderful for all the plants and nature and farms around me. What a healing time. And for me, this was so empowering because it forces you to realize that everything in your life is just a reflection of you. Whether this is good or bad, it is your responsibility and you are in control, which is amazing, which means you can turn things around. You have the power to turn things around. It also really kicks victim mentality in the face, which is one of my biggest pet peeves ever. Ah. Uh, it completely changes the narrative from, oh, everything in life happens to me, to everything in life happens for me and I am in control of the way I'm experiencing life. And you are. And that is what yoga has essentially taught me. And I am so grateful for the teachings and the practice of yoga for essentially being a shelter to the storm. That's what, that's, um, where did I hear that from? Julie Pyatt. Piet? Julie Pyatt. She says yoga is a shelter from the storm and that just resonates so hard. It's one of those things you can always come back to no matter how chaotic or crazy life gets. It's just something that's really important to me and if you ever have the opportunity to do a yoga teacher training, I would highly recommend it to anyone. Like I'm not a yoga teacher and I don't plan on being it, but it is so valuable to just be able to study those philosophies in detail and truly understand it beyond just a vinyasa class or something and now the fourth life lesson that I have learned in the last few years is seasonal slash nature-based living that's just what I'm going to title it is that humans are not separate from nature even though we really think we are we really believe that we've outsmarted nature but we so haven't and this belief is completely at the detriment of our own species and our personal health and well-being. But this kind of came as one piece of the puzzle on my health slash self-acceptance journey because as I started embracing who I was, I'm really sensitive and I need more sleep than others. And I started questioning instead of what's wrong with me, why am I like this? Why can't I just live the way everyone else does? I started questioning why does our system not support us listening to our bodies? Why does it not support living in alignment with all of nature when we are nature? Why can't I just be myself? 
and thrive in the system and it is because we are so disconnected and out of touch with the earth every other species on the planet lives by the seasons eats by the seasons even the trees and the flowers and the birds all of them but not us not humans we're separate we're above that we're actually not and when i started diving into chinese medicine i would highly highly recommend the super feast podcast for this that has brought me so much wisdom and knowledge in terms of chinese medicine they talk about how winter is a time of restoration and this is actually when we need to be sleeping more because we're building up our energy stores to draw on for the rest of the year this is when we're building our reserves that when it comes to summer and we're expending more energy we draw on these and that prevents us from getting sick that prevents us from burning out it prevents us from wearing ourselves down and all of the systems in our bodies and this just made so much sense to me and it is really a goal of mine to somehow i will make it happen i have a strong vision to create a life for myself where i can live as close to nature as possible in the seasons and I try my best now but it is so unrealistic for most people who are studying or working I know that and that's kind of where I am at right now but it's so important and I really practice these principles as much as I can and when I feel like I need more rest when I'm waking up later with the sun in winter I don't feel guilty about it at all and that is just really something that I've learned quite recently and really started to accept and embrace and practice. And it just makes so much logical sense. That just makes logical sense. There is no arguing with it. And when I hear people talking about sleeping in and I feel so guilty for it or it's winter and I don't want to get up early to go to the gym... I kindly educate them on this and I say no you need to listen to the seasons you need to listen to the earth and nature and your body why are you going against all of these powerful forces why are you trying to force something that's clearly not in alignment right now we need to flow and slowly deprogram out the messages that we are lazy for resting we are lazy for sleeping when they are so important for our vitality and also our longevity and that leads me to my last lesson which is journaling is therapy i've known this since i was 13 14 when i first started writing and journaling is therapy like i said i've been going through kind of a intense period recently and i've been writing in my journal every day and i kind of thought to myself okay daisy you're writing in your journal every day if you're writing in your journal every day you're probably going through it you're probably struggling a bit and i'm really glad i have a healthy coping mechanism but note to self <laughs> writing is and always has been such a big healer of mine because it allows you to essentially therapize yourself i've never been to an actual therapist and i have really mixed opinions on the western mental health system and if it's actually supportive of people's healing and if they genuinely get better and recover and feel better i actually recorded an episode on that quite a while ago which i'll link below if you want to listen in more depth about that but journaling to me is self-therapy because 
you can talk through your thoughts you can talk through your emotions you can let them all out in a space where there's no advice and there's no opinions and there's no judgment you just get to actually express yourself in a way that's completely unfiltered which is so healing to just expel that energy and get that emotional energy out of you and honestly most of the time that's all you need all you need is to take all that energy within you and put it on a piece of paper and then it's no longer sitting in you and stewing in you and causing imbalances within your body And sometimes you'll find yourself riding in such a flow that you start to tap into your unconscious because you're not worrying about how you're being perceived or what the other person is thinking or what they're going to say next. You're literally just purely expressing yourself where you will just start to go deeper and deeper and deeper and uncover the root cause of things. And that is just so pure and not something I think that you can get from anywhere else. Even sometimes if I'm out and about and I'm just feeling super anxious or overwhelmed or upset, I will sit in my car and I will get my voice memos app out and I'll hit record and I'll just start talking and talking. And if you're just staring at the trees or at a point in space and you start talking without thinking and just like pure expression so much stuff will come up come out of you and most of the time you will find the solutions to those problems that you have you will tap into the answers that you need that already exist within you because you're experiencing that emotional imbalance and it's just so powerful and i'm i'm gonna talk about it in every episode because it's just helped me through every difficult time in my life it is always there for me it's always there it's something you can count on that's reliable that's trustworthy and that is why I will always stand by journaling as a practice and I just wanted I think that's the most important one I'm so passionate about it and in saying that let's get to this week's journal prompts and I put these at the end of every episode because I want to share and encourage the practice of journaling and as always these prompts will always be in the description below so you can come back to them at any time. So this week's journal prompts the first one is what are you grateful for in your life today? What does your ideal day look like and what are the main things you value? And I have specifically written these journal prompts today because like I was talking about earlier, really just getting to know yourself and your strengths and what you're good at and what your values are will allow you to have a compass and have a guide for your life. And I guess that kind of leads into intentional living, which I love talking about. And I just think the more you grow up, the more you get to know yourself and how beautiful and wonderful is that. And for the channeled message that I end almost every episode with, today's channeled message is just pray. Pray, pray for the world, pray for the children, pray for everyone. I think that so many people right now are feeling helpless at the state of the world and what's going on when there's nothing that we can physically do to help people who are suffering. And this is not a channeled message anymore. This is just me talking. But I just don't think it is of value to anyone to get caught up in the news and the media and the negative emotional spiral that that will send you on 
of feeling outraged and angry and upset when you see the suffering and pain and injustice that is happening in the world, it's not, it's not helping anyone. By carrying these heavy emotions, you can't show up in the world and actually make positive change and positively influence the people around you and care for others if you are in this state of anger and sadness and pain. You can't hold these people in a space of love and support and that is exactly what we need to do and exactly what these people need. That's all that we can offer them right now is our energy and our light and yeah, we just need to pray. We need to pray for them, for everyone, for everyone on earth who deserves peace and not suffering and that is just what kind of came through today and what I felt like was important but I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I will be answering your questions next week. It's going to be very health focused, which I'm excited about. I'm really looking forward to diving more deeply into holistic living and how we can step away from our society's toxic values and products and beliefs and lifestyle in our everyday lives. You can find me on TikTok at Daisy Evia, Daisy like the flower, E-V-I-A. It will all be linked below. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. And of course, always feel free to message me with any feedback, questions. I love chatting to you and have a magical day. Bye.